0: Rosie and Dr. Paul Faney, uh, thank you for joining us today on Real Parallels. Uh, we're really excited to have you guys um, on tonight. I mean, it is the end of the year, and I just want to say Happy New Year. And I'm glad it was really nice seeing everyone um, on our Zoom call, our family <laughs> Zoom call the other day. It really made me uh, kind of wax nostalgic for all the real fun Christmas parties we used to have at your place so so thanks for uh showing that off but uh, more importantly Lance and I wanted to say thanks again for uh taking some time tonight and chatting with us about um 2020 and what you guys have been up to
1: well it's a pleasure to be here and uh, hopefully we can be uh, somewhat informative
0: yeah 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 uh well Paul you know what why don't you um you know I, this is the first time you're meeting Lance so why, why don't you just kind of like Tell us a little bit about yourself and, uh, you know, like the Cliff's Notes of, of Dr. Paul Faney.
1: All right. Well, I'm an emergency room physician. I've been uh, in practice for 22 years. I uh, work in the uh, Western suburbs around Chicago at a Northwestern affiliated hospital, Central DuPage Hospital. Uh, we see about 75,000 patients uh, through our emergency room a year.
0: So, Whoa. Wow. Uh, has, the, has that number changed? um in 2020 i should say uh
1: maybe maybe we're growing a, a small amount maybe 3 4% but not a not a dramatic change
0: so, oh okay okay well and, i okay oh, go yeah,
1: ahead h county is uh i think probably this has the second uh, largest number of covid patients uh in the state right now so i wouldn't say we're a hot spot but uh certainly we're seeing a, a fair amount of covid
0: yeah 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 Yeah, that's uh, another thing I was going to ask too. Okay, well, um, now now here's the funny thing. I I dig this. Uh, Your your wife, my cousin Rosie, is a nurse who's sitting right next to you. And um, I know that at the beginning of the year, she had started. (laughs) She had started in Rosie. You started actually in these wards, didn't you? Like actually, uh, yeah. I mean, like, it was the COVID ward? It was just, like, a ward that was...
2: uh... And superior units in the medical floor that has all the uh, COVID patients. Whoa. Now... Our our clinic needed us to help them, and we kind of closed our clinic a little bit, so we had to go and help them out a little.
0: Oh, kind of like they just... They shut down that part so yeah. you guys could. Exactly. Yeah. Oh man. Our uh,
2: surgeries, so it it was not mandatory for us to be open. So that's open. Oh. Covid units. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, we we spoke to a, a, another uh, doctor about that who who mentioned that all those. Um, he spent two weeks, uh, kind of on the front lines after his what well, Lance? What was it? He it was just his area. It electrocardiophysiology what is that <laughs> yeah, onomatopoeia so like the elect-
3: No, the uh the study of the electricity of the heart and then they stopped all elective surgeries and stuff like that so then he his whole unit moved to the front line. Yeah, yeah.
0: So so Rose uh, I understand that you're currently you're you're not actually on the front lines anymore was your decision to kind of switch into a different uh line of medical field because you wanted to stay out of the uh, I guess the, you know the the stream of, COVIDiness that's around. Oh that's yeah. That's what I would have done. Yeah. For
2: not well weeks. I'm like, oh, I was done.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was tough. Plus, you know what? You got you got a husband there. You got to take care of. You got two kids and a and a pooch. Uh, two. Po- you got two dogs, right? Two dogs. Yeah. Yeah. See, got to. You can't get sick. You got to take care of all those guys. <laughs>
3: did you did you guys ever run into the? Uh... Do the you know we watch the news and especially from Hawaii like we don't we don't uh, you know we are kind of shielded away from all the mainland stuff. Did you guys ever run into the issue of the ventilator thing or the running out of PPEs that all the you know the the major news station was it like that ever at your hospital?
2: Yeah, we did for us. I don't know about you uh, guys.
1: We uh, we did not run out of the ventilators early on. I think we were we were close where pretty much the majority were in use we, were, we had to rent ventilators from a few facilities um, and we came close to the uh, capacity for our icu so oh,
0: oh man yeah. and now,
1: we were uh, we were pretty well supplied throughout
0: so. now i understand that ventilators are not entirely used like they were like early on in the pandemic i heard that was like one of those things where that's why what are they, they're like, oh, we need 100,000 ventilators ASAP. Like everyone was like talking about that, but now you don't really hear about that because that's not, uh, has that has that process changed? Um, do you know anything about that?
1: Yeah, well, so early on, we were uh, really aggressive in using the ventilators um, for a lot for patients that um, to, in order to prevent infection because we weren't really sure how in- infectious it was. And we were using what we call, uh, sorry, uh, we were using non-invasive, uh, ventilation techniques. And there was some concern that we would be aerosolizing a lot of virus. And so exposing a lot of healthcare workers, uh, and staff to COVID virus.
0: They had a pivot, right? So
1: traditionally we would use the more non-invasive techniques and, um, uh, before you would intubate somebody. So, but we were and initially, we were pretty aggressive in doing those things and intubating and people, putting people on ventilators. So,
0: and, and then, um, it turns out it kind of, it, it works better in the, in the process, right? Uh,
1: yeah. So it, it was, uh, eventually we've kind of realized it wasn't as infectious to use the, yeah. the, uh, ventilation. Um, and in some cases, it's probably more effective and that patients could stay mobile. Uh, we could do some of the proning techniques without ventilating them, um, and that's really helped us uh, manage those patients. So, and helping us get some better outcomes.
0: So. Yeah, man. Um,
3: you said prone. You said proning techniques.
1: Yeah. What is what is that exactly? So, um, one of the things we figured out early on is that um, you know traditionally you put a breathing tube in, or patient sick, they're laying on their back in the hospital. You know, you may put the bed up, but they're laying on their back. Um, and with proning techniques, they actually are flipping these patients on their side or even um, truly prone their face down. So they may have a breathing tube in and they're laying face down on the bed um, with this with this tube kind of coming out a, a port in the bottom. Um, oh, they, shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, is that um, for whatever reason, the way that it's the virus is affecting their lungs. Um, if they can actually change their position, they start to use some areas of their lung that they weren't uh, perfusing before. And so they actually are able to improve their oxygenation uh, and their breathing.
3: Oh, man. Oh Wow. Wow. Okay. I've never heard yeah.
2: that. Yeah. yeah, that was hard because I was working. <laughs> Those doctors never <laughs> flip them on their stomach. All nurses yeah.
0: do. All but nurses have to do that. They have to do the oh. the, actual, the actual like
2: Yes, yeah, so they're L-
0: literal off. heavy lifting.
2: Yeah, yeah, most of them that are intubated are heavy. They're yeah. like 300
0: pounds to 350. You, you know, I do. I just, you know, and, 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 and Rose, COVID or not, that is one of the, uh, you know, 10 years ago, that was always something that nurses would always uh, complain about or gripe about is, no, doctors don't do the heavy lifting. We're the ones who have to carry the patients, like lift them out of the bed. We're the ones who have to do that, so. Yeah, no, I get that.
1: Imagine you lift them, turn them. They have, you know, multiple IVs. Uh-huh. They have a breathing tube in. They can't dislodge, so it's a, it's a pretty, it's a yeah, it's a pretty uh, lengthy, difficult process.
0: Taking well, taking more than two people sometimes. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, Probably. you need more than two. Plus, you have all these PPE, and you're yeah. like, I'm gonna die tomorrow.
0: You're in a space suit, Yeah. That's right.
2: Yeah, I'm yeah. like, all right, they're spreading all that germs on me. I'm, I'm gonna be having, I'm gonna have COVID tomorrow. <laughs>
3: yeah. Um. Okay. Did you, did you, guys get vaccinated yet?
2: Yeah. Both
3: of us.
2: Oh. Uh, last week.
3: Oh, that was right I away, mean, huh? You guys will. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you guys will will turn in like seven days?
2: Uh. That's I, a, zombie not a zombie joke. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, now, uh, and then we're getting our second one in January. I'm Getting it in a week and, uh, and a half. Yeah, so. there's there's two. There's two for both Moderna and Pfizer. Wait,
0: you got to get both of them?
2: Well, no, one or the other. But you, there's oh. two, uh, two series. Mm-hmm. One, you know, one. Did you booster.
0: did you did you personally have a preference? I mean, did you were you like, well?
2: You no, know, we didn't have a choice. Our hospital determines what.
0: Uh oh. And they probably wanted you to get the first one available, yeah. right?
1: The Pfizer one, that was even before the Moderna one had been uh, uh okay for use. So
3: Okay. And just uh, since we're since, okay, go ahead, Lance. since we're talking about the vaccine, I, I might as well just bring up the questions that I um I put out questions out there um on my on my Facebook page and I just said, Hey, if anyone has a question that you know, everyone gets their information from different places, and I'm sure they don't have access to uh, people like you. So um, uh, Denise Farias, she's asking, is the COVID-19 vaccine like a flu shot where you need to take it annually to stay protected? Or is it a one time and you're good?
1: Uh, well, it's a, it's a two series vaccine. Um, as far as need whether we will need it uh, in series, we, we, we really have no idea. You know we don't know how long the immunity is going to last um we don't know what's going to happen with the virus so really we can't uh, can't say for sure right now
0: so. yeah um, I, I i hear that the um well, from what i hear it's like it's my my normal podcast of news uh that the uh, that the strain that we hear in the uk that mutated strain that um we shouldn't actually worry about it because this is just basically what um, viruses do, right? They just mutate over and over again, and uh, this our our current vaccination should protect against that should it happen to come over here From what I hear.
1: Yeah, um yeah, so yeah, currently they think that the current vaccine will be effective uh, in controlling that mutation um, in theory. Um, mm. their mutation. That could occur that would make you know one uh, or even both of the vaccines you know not not as effective. So although they're both targeted, uh, the two vaccines are targeted at different proteins. So if a if a mutation happened on one that somehow you know made the vaccine less effective, it probably wouldn't affect the other the efficacy of the other vaccine. So but as of right uh. now, it's going to happen.
3: Um, the second question is from Melanie Hornstein. She was asking the vaccines got approval for emergency use, but how certain are they that they are that they are effective with just minimal side effects?
1: Uh, well, the, the original studies, uh, had about 50,000 patients in them. So, and the, there really weren't any toxic side effects. Um, ideally, they would have tested it for longer on more people. Um, but, um, in the current state that, you know, everybody agreed that it's probably the risks of the vaccine are a lot smaller than the actual infection itself
0: cool so. Qu- quote unquote fauci yeah what he said right yep yep so all right yeah um now uh, here's here's one question so um i know that there's a lot of uh i'm not even sure why it's uh maybe you can help me uh, figure it out because you know i'm, I'm not of a dummy about these things but i'm not sure why uh the how how we count deaths is a um is a big deal and i mean when i mean deaths i mean deaths related to COVID. so i i know i'm like when i was looking at the um cdc site i guess numbers from each state are absolutely different uh, especially from what media reports so i mean i know that Uh, death certificates take time to be completed i also know that different states report at different rates and you know i guess it takes extra time to code covid deaths do you know anything uh i mean do you have any idea or like on on why some of these on why it's important to uh, figure out how many uh we're getting from covid but also um why why is it why is it important basically to um a real pinpoint um right yeah
1: yeah i boy, i don't uh i'm not involved in the process you know yeah. of determining a cause of death and i don't know how a coroner goes about counting those yeah. um i think uh, certainly the majority of patients that we're aware of that die from COVID, there's not much question as to the fact that they're at least dying in part due to COVID. these are patients that it, we're admitted to the hospital, have a diagnosis of COVID that's been verified, have a pneumonia or some process in their body that's occurring that is an f- effect of COVID. And yes, yeah. a lot of times have you know, other comorbidities, diabetes, obesity, kidney failure. Um, this part of the process, um, but these patients are dying um, directly from COVID. Yeah, their body is failing from COVID. Yeah. So how much... Some of those other things are, you know, a factor. Yeah, are you know, a factor or exaggerated. I really I can't comment on that. Um, yeah. I think it's really part of the process. But.
2: Yeah. But our deaths in the hospital that are from the COVID units, our coroner won't even open them up. They don't want to touch them. They just yeah. said, okay, it's COVID. So, oh, really? Yeah. They yeah.
0: It's just, Actually, you know, I've, heard, I've heard that.
2: They don't know what. It's gonna. If it's is it gonna erosalize is, is it gonna right? If, yeah. Yeah. What's like, no? What's the benefit what's the in yeah. you
1: know in doing autopsies on these ten patients who are who you know
3: definitely died or
0: died what when, when they're pretty sure
2: right? Yeah.
0: yeah. I think
3: I think that's the opening that why you know the famous poet, podcasters like I'll just say his name finally Joe Rogan why <laughs> he I've always been trying to sidestep it but yeah. So Joe Rogan and, and other podcasters where, you know, they have, they're, obviously he knows he doesn't have a medical degree, but his influence is just so huge, but it's openings like that, where they'll say, how come they don't do the autopsies? Or they'll say, well, they didn't do autopsies. So they don't know. And, it, and it's just because they don't know how impractical it might be. Right. Yeah. Mm. And he's just, he's in his own bubble. I mean, hundred million dollar guy. He doesn't understand that. Not that I do either, but I can understand that. It, there's so many patients you can't take your time because you have a whole slew of other patients coming in. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. I'm actually looking at CDC right now. It says, uh, certifiers are asked to use their best medical judgment when it comes to death certificates. So, yeah, that's, that's their out right there. So, uh,
3: I think the most annoying thing is when, uh, when, uh, Joe Rogan and and, and other folks will say they don't know what they're doing. And I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah, I know. How can you say that? Yeah. It's like, like a, and who nobody does? knew what COVID was. and who does? You know, most people wouldn't even know what COVID was before yeah. you know, March.
1: Let them yeah. let them put on PPE and come in and uh, yeah prone some patients and spend some time watching people die and they might understand the process a little better, but
3: yeah, that's there, there's actually a documentary that um I think that's the the one thing that I I mean I look up the stuff a lot and I don't see a lot of in hospital footage. And I think if they they did people will realize how dire you know how crazy it is and there's a chinese documentary that i think uh, vice made i'm not not sure um i had it on my list but they, they they're in china for the first like three or four months and they show the chaos on you know everyone's trying to figure it out everyone's blaming china but they're just like hey we're trying to figure this out too yeah um yeah, and I, I, I just saw the preview and I was like, oh man, like I wish more people saw this and realized that behind all the numbers, there's people working hard trying to keep people alive and they they can't be concerned with what a podcaster is saying, you know? Yeah.
1: yeah. And then this is going on, you know, our little hospital. This is going on on yeah, every hospital all over the country, all over the world. So, you know, mm-hmm. we've got a 400 bed hospital that's, got, you know, maybe 100 hundred and hundred 100 to 120 COVID patients in it. And it has, it's been like that for months.
0: Oh, man. What's the average time that somebody spends actually at at, uh, at some of the at your at some of the hospitals that you know of? What's the average time that people actually spend um, recovering in in hospital in the Midwest? Well, what?
1: Um, well, so the majority of pa- Yeah, majority of patients probably are
2: 17.
1: yeah yeah probably yeah probably around a week so they're coming here
2: from the medical store.
1: yeah so they're, they're the ones that aren't as sick, sick that are maybe on some oxygen getting yeah. some, like, medications they're in and out in a week and yeah. then you know and then another week to yeah. recover at home um but the patients that are getting profoundly ill
2: the one that's intubated
1: yeah, yeah. they're yeah.
2: there for a long yeah. time we had one that's like 45 days he was 23 years old he
3: he was 23 years old.
2: He was heavy. He, oh. he was like 350
3: pounds. So. That, that's the, you know, that's the other issue. <laughs> Sorry, I keep on bringing Joe Rogan, but I, I mean, he wants to make it's sure already suggested on my, on my now. Well, I just want to make sure like a lot of us are, are listening to it. And one of the things that he keeps on saying is workout, which I think is ridiculous. I mean, obviously, yeah, it makes you healthier, but he goes, he's like, workout and take vitamin D and you'll be okay he's like how come doctors aren't saying that and i'm well you like, know yeah, dude, you know paul you'll probably be healthier if you do that you know not trying to get covid just in general yeah
0: right. you're you're actually talking uh, now paul i know you're 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 more than likely to agree with that just because you're um you're a very practical gentleman but you're also uh conscious of staying fit as far as long as i've known you you've always been exercising or promoting exercise you know at one point you know I, lance you're gonna love this at one point you know w- I, I was, I own a restaurant in Chicago and I remember I was not sleeping and it was just like this unhealthy environment and, uh, and this crazy, um, uh, mis- like massage therapist said, Oh, you, you shouldn't work out. You're 35 years old. Don't lift heavy weights. And when I t- asked Paul that, I was just like, no, I, I think you're okay to lift heavy, heavy weights. Who is this guy? <laughs> you know, so. But you're so Paul's a guy who, um, you know, you're pretty much promoting. You promote being healthy and working out quite often, right?
1: absolutely, both of us. But um, yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with promoting that idea. Um, I don't, you know, clearly it's not a treatment for COVID, but,
3: um, <laughs> I, but I think that's the that's the issue is yeah. that he makes it sound like
0: a prescription. You are
3: yeah, or like if you if you. If you're generally healthier and you take vitamin D, you're less likely to die, which I, I would assume is true, but he's making it sound like that is the end-all be-all. Like, if you're 23 the vaccine or whatever, you're, you're healthy, D, you, you, you take vitamin D pills, that there's no chance that you will get it and or die from it. Right. And I've and oh,
2: well, like, been working out and taking a lot of vitamin D. I sell yeah. them too. I give shots.
1: I um, uh, it, we do we, we take vitamins we take vitamin d um is there really data that supports it no no, no there isn't yeah
3: so mm-hmm. but it's uh, just like a safe like a like a an extra layer of
2: but we do use that out. in the hospital we yeah. use uh vitamin c we used to give that by pills. um mm-hmm. and then i think we gave vitamin d and zinc Yep.
3: Yep. oh okay zinc is okay yeah. yeah i forgot to mention zinc he says <laughs> zinc, zinc a yeah. lot yeah. joe rogan would go oh zinc Got yeah, zinc. he's like how come doctors and that's another thing too is he says how come doctors don't he's like how come doctors never give vitamin d and zinc but you you guys are saying that you do you do, you do. We're just
2: everything just to see what works so. he's <laughs> like yeah. all right just throw, all right. They're, they're, throw everything next.
1: they're they cost pennies it's you know yeah. they don't Cheap necessarily consider them a major part of their treatment, but they do include it as part of the treatment.
2: Yeah, included, yeah.
1: So but uh well they save your life, you know, it's probably not the probably not the biggest factor, but yeah.
3: Right. But it's something.
1: Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Man, I love seeing psychic, like I love seeing you guys like talking about work stuff sitting next to each other. I love that. That's pretty cool. Whoa. I like seeing that. Yeah. Um you know, that kind of reminds me of, um, uh, who, Rose, you watch Grey's Anatomy, right?
2: Uh, a long time ago. I saw like a couple episodes. It's so, it's bullshit. It's like, it's yeah. Crazy. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, they, they've actually, they've actually, they, they've delved into the, to the COVID, um, world now. Which, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. In fact, yeah. I think it's, I, th- I don't even know the, her heard the name of the, the, the lead doctor right but right. is that really is that why they call it gray's anatomy <laughs> I hear, I hear, <laughs> uh dr <Doctor> anatomy, anatomy. <laughs> i hear that she's supposed to uh contract it maybe that's her last season so oh they're gonna kill her
2: finally yeah well, that's,
0: that's, <laughs> well, <laughs> so let me ask you this um so actually actually when you said that's bullshit are you talking about like relationships in in the in the workplace, or are you talking about like how how the how they actually operate on TV shows? It's like that's that's not how it is.
2: The relation is pretty accurate, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: We did meet you did
1: meet in the hospital, but no, it's but.
2: it's just how they operate when they're like, all right, it, they're in the emergency room. Okay, we're gonna go to the OR. We're like, uh, you don't have room in the OR you take that patient now you haven't even called the or department to see if they even have a bed they're operating we can't take that patient in you know two seconds like yeah okay whatever or like oh we're gonna amputate that leg i'm like where are you gonna do that at the or is not it's in use so it's like oh okay or just doing other things and then i'm like yeah so they're all bullshit and I would do ask, who who are they consulting? Right? It's like, who are the consultant for these shows? And there's no Filipinos in there. Come on!
0: I know. I, I that is right there, right there. They're
2: all no Filipino nurses in the hospital.
0: I know. It should be Mary Tess's Anatomy. That's what it, the show should be. <laughs> uh, I can see Rose like sitting on the couch like this, watching. it like bullshit. No <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> well paul you 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 just said Paul I like how Paul on it. you guys did meet in the hospital right
2: we did you
1: did <laughs> so Rosie was a uh, just finishing uh, nursing school and I was just uh, starting my first job so uh,
0: out and, of residency
1: uh, I had just finished residency I was starting my first job so and, I'm, uh, awesome I'm Rosie pretty
0: sure there. I was I was. I remember that. I remember that.
2: I don't think so.
0: I do remember it's,
2: that. You're between whatever. No, no, age.
0: no. That was way before then. I was just. I was in a completely. You know, still, still trying to.
2: <laughs> that was a different one. Yes. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> that was like a thousand years ago, Carl. I can't remember. You're too old.
0: What? Well, how? No. You're what? How? Uh. How old am I? Twenty nine. No. What? 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 <laughs> wedding anniversary did you two recently celebrate? Uh,
2: I'm only twenty nine, so. so. second
0: one. Then. That's. That's not. That's not. That's not true. That's not true. You can't lie on a podcast. You can't lie. <laughs> uh,
2: we are Eight, 18. 18? That's a long time ago.
0: So. That's awesome, though. I love hearing that. that is awesome. How uh so um okay.
2: 11 uh, <laughs> yeah. We got married.
0: <laughs> See? So there is some truth <laughs> to Gray's anatomy, right? Just a little
2: bit. Uh, Just a little yeah. Bit. yeah,
1: there's a few that meet in the hospital.
3: Yeah. We yeah. That's not fr- that's not frowned upon.
2: Um, no, because I wasn't really. I was doing my rotation, my clinical, so I wasn't working with them. uh all
3: right. okay. Carl, do you have any? You have any movies that you want to um, ask them about the COVID <laughs> relation? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
0: let's. Uh, you know what? I don't. Um, they're not really. I mean, Paul's not really a movie guy, but twenty-eight, twenty-eight days later.
3: <laughs> have you guys seen that i
2: think i did 28 oh,
0: days later is a is a take on a, a virus called rage and uh once it hits your bloodstream you got how long was it one minute is it one minute Lance? oh yes yes that's,
2: something that's, like that. that it's a danny
0: boyle film but you get like a very short amount of time before that thing takes over and in essence you're basically a, a raging zombie i haven't even heard of Oh, yeah, it's it's pretty old with some great footage of uh, London, like completely barren, like with nobody in it. Um, I don't even know how they got those it shots.
3: Was, it was one of the first movies where you saw zombies run. And that was the scary. Part. Yeah, they weren't you know, they weren't just like trotting along. If they if you made noise and they saw you they were they're like, chasing after you and running
0: yeah and, and, and i remember every yeah no go ahead yeah it's nice it's, and they're not uh they, so danny boyle revolutionized the the zombie genre in the sense that it's like Land said it's not like a you're you're dead and then you're like ah, brains it's you become angry and you want to
3: your brain your brain
0: swells apparently yeah and you want to rip apart the first person <laughs> or, you see that's normal
1: yeah that sounds like it could actually potentially be realistic like a like a rabies in humans, so
3: right, yeah. right. There, there's um, there's actually a uh, I, I've heard it's called. Oh man, Carl, maybe you you've heard of it or you guys are familiar. It's called. It's like a deer deer disease. This sounds really strange, but apparently, uh, it talked about it on Joe Rogan's podcast. I've seen it in other deer. places. It's like a deer disease. Yeah, it's a deer disease, and they're afraid that it could actually go over to humans and it's um god i gotta look it up i should have looked it up before this but it apparently people are kind of concerned but if it ever did it'd be pretty crazy i just don't i think the thing is it is deadly okay but it, the the but it's not like in, super infectious i think that's
0: so pretty- <laughs> i just looked up deer disease and it says uh, as of july 2020 chronic wasting disease is that it
3: that's that's it. That's it. Chronic yeah. wasting
0: it. disease has been detected in free-ranging uh, cervids and or captive cervids. Is that a deer? Is that the is that the technical word for a deer? Cervid.
3: I think it's a type of deer.
0: Yeah. Chronic wasting disease. No, nothing Paul? Mm-hmm. No. Nope. I mean, that's good. That's good. Don't get a lot. <laughs>
3: it's much. It's much better than. Oh yeah, we got five cases last.
0: We don't get we a more. lot of chronic wasting disease in the Midwest.
3: But they yeah, because they were talking about hunting and.
0: Um,
1: I think it's just in in deer,
3: like you said. Yeah, uh, yeah, but there, there. I think the concern was with you know hunting and and possibly eating one of these deer, and then you know starting that cycle, that scary cycle. But um, but yeah, I mean, I remember when COVID first came out, I was like, oh, here it is. Here yeah. is our twenty-eight days later, and then <laughs> and then after, it, I mean, obviously, when we learned that it wasn't that. I I was like, wow, if it was and people were taking it like how they're taking it with not wearing a mask and going out and doing whatever. It wouldn't be long before all of us were walking around (laughs) with swollen brains trying to eat other people. Um, And then uh, there's there's like a movie, the older movie, Outbreak, Carl. Oh, yeah. With the monkey
0: and uh, Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. And
3: I, I mean, if I don't, if I remember correctly, isn't that kind of they eat the monkey, right?
0: You think, yeah, I think the, the country eats the monkey. And then Dustin, I think it's Dustin Hoffman who's like the Fauci, the young Fauci, I guess. It's his job to try and find that monkey. <laughs> they had to find that specific monkey to create the vaccine. So obviously we've learned now that we don't have to do that, right? We don't have to find patient zero.
1: I think we saw that movie, but it was pretty forgettable, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: and it was a long time ago too. Yeah. Um. So, what can uh, I have a question, really quick? Is is um. So I know I understand that I'm going to talk about Ebola. We had an Ebola outbreak a couple years ago, I believe.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um. So, from my understanding, Ebola is a lot more lethal, if if. If I'm if I'm thinking correctly, it's just less contagious. Now, is there um, has there ever been a disease that is as lethal as Ebola, but as infect as in, infectious as COVID throughout history that you can think of, or like you know, relatively the same?
1: Boy, not not my field. Medical history, certainly not my field of expertise. Um, uh, certainly, the 1918 influenza. Epidemic, um, probably the mortality was probably going to end up was higher than the current uh, uh, COVID uh, infection. So, as far as the number of patients that got, uh, percentage of patients that were infected, the percentage that died was probably higher. Now, maybe that was due to kind of a lack of access to medical care, nutrition, um, but um,
0: communication yeah, was- too, right?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely.
0: Yeah.
1: So, uh, and probably probably not as infectious as covid you know influenza is, is very infectious but um as we're figuring out covid is very infectious you know and continues to be you know despite uh, despite social distancing despite masks um it's, it's a pretty infectious virus
0: yeah um i can imagine paul that you have a pretty amazing bedside manner uh with all of your patients i mean being a great guy and all but uh, what's the one thing that you always impart to your patients uh as you as you you know bid them farewell or if you know that they're gonna be spending some time in the hospital? Like is there something that you have like a Paul Faney Dr. Paul Faney catchphrase like we'll be seeing ya, don't get you know, an apple a day, <laughs> something. Nobody right? points nobody points a
3: finger gun to their patient. I don't you think know, that's a thing.
0: I'm sure that one of them do. Some of them do. What if there's a syringe in there? Like this could be a syringe, right?
1: We've, um, you know, with the, the patients that we've been admitting to the hospital with COVID, um, when they realize that they're staying and they realize that they're, they're, you know, pretty sick. Um, they're pretty scared. Yeah. So I I tried to try to warn them that, Hey, you know, you're going to be spending a lot of time by yourself because they don't get visitors. The nurses don't spend a lot of time in the room mm-hmm. because you know, can help them with something. Uh, and then they leave because they don't, you know, they don't want to sit there, you know, right next to them the whole time. Right. Um, so you know, I just impart to them, hey, it's gonna be lonely, it's gonna be difficult. Um, but um, you know, we're, we're gonna get them through it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's it's uh I'm sure those those words go a long way too, Paul. Not like me. I'd be like, Hey, do you have a Game Boy or something? You gotta...
2: No, it's a Game Boy.
3: <laughs> Game Boy. Got got a PlayStation Five. Switch.
2: Man. PlayStation 5.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, anyway, um, uh, Paul Rosie, are there any uh, you know any you know parting thoughts? Um, maybe um, you know a couple of stories or something. Any anything that you'd like to say? You know, before we uh, sign up for the
2: evening.
3: I mean, do, yeah, I mean, do, here I, I have, I have, I have a question. Oh, or not still, a question. Still, right, still uh, do you questions. guys have? Not, it's not really a question, yeah. like, or maybe it is. Yeah. Um, do you have any? So we hear a lot of, um, you know, dine inside with your mask, it's fine. Down outside, it's fine. You can travel, it's fine. You know, like all the. Do you guys have any general like? You can do it, but it's probably not the best thing to do, or vice versa. You know what I mean? Like, because, and I'll tell you this because it's all over the place. Yeah, you, you have, you know, you have some states that are like dining outside's fine. You have other one dining inside's probably not great. And I know there's probably not a definitive answer, and you know, you may not have an answer that you can be one hundred percent behind. But are there any general things that you could say are probably? Good, okay to do, and some that are you might want to be more careful. Sorry to put you on the spot, but you do. I, I'd much rather hear it from you than Joe Rogan. I'll put it that way.
1: <laughs> well, I think, <laughs> I think the idea that you have to disinfect um all these surfaces. Yeah, is probably oh, way overdone. I don't think you're probably getting con- contaminated and and infected by. Hmm. Touching, touching the countertop surfaces. or touching.
3: Oh, I got to tell my, I got to tell my mom that she won't go anywhere without her um, disinfectant wet wipes. And- right.
0: B- ma- mainly be Paul, because you're saying, uh, it's, it's mainly, if you're going to get it, it's through, um, droplets in the air. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think it, generally, mm-hmm. it's going to take prolonged contact within at least two to three feet with that person. You, know, mm-hmm. most of that you become aware of, um, somebody was you know in a car with somebody or at a party or working with somebody and they were in close contact and you and know they spent considerable time like that without you know without one or both of them having masks on so, so.
3: and then and then if you're in a for instance if you're in a room or in a car with people and, and everyone has a mask on is it better to have the windows in the room or the car closed Or do you want the air to be flowing through
0: with the the windows Those are real questions. I know that.
3: I mean, that's a real question because. My wife
0: and I have these debates because, like, my wife like, no, if you open the window, you're circulating disease around. I'm like, no, you're letting, no, you're letting fresh air in, and it's probably going to be blowing out the window anyway if there's something lingering.
1: Right. Um, Well, Boy, ideally, you're not going to be sharing a car with people outside your family. Um, Right. But um, yeah, I mean it certainly is more logical that you have to have the windows open, to have it vented. Um, you're gonna have more airflow, less fire less viral particles. I mean I mean,
3: that. Okay, no, that's 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 helpful because I, I just I've heard the argument on both sides. I know. You I don't want to have the air moving and I've had right. people
0: you know, I've had people ask like, Well, uh you know, what if you have cuts on your hand and you're touching a surface, you know. I mean
1: not much. I don't think- all respiratory droplets so i yeah. don't think contacts are, are going to make a difference um, yeah. as restaurants they certainly are a potential source uh, to get infected you know you're spending a lot of time with your mask off yeah um, mm-hmm. and then your people are passing by you're in contact with your waiters um, i think the restaurants have done a really good job trying to minimize contact having you use you know scanning in menus and doing those things. I think it's, you know, I think it's been pretty effective to allow us to at least go out a little bit.
3: But, mm-hmm. Yeah. Some kind of normalcy, huh? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, thank, thank you. Cause those, those are questions that have been burning. <laughs> the inside, and I, they, my, own, my only, my only solace in, in hearing these people say this is reading the comments and people, you know, going like, I, I think he's wrong. And I'm like, yeah, I think he's wrong too, but <laughs> obviously they're not doctors and nurses. So thank you for that.
0: Yeah, so Paul and Rosie, um, thanks again for joining us and kind of giving Thank us a little bit of a, a glimpse into your into your work life and, you know, in the, in the ER and, you know, you, Rosie, and uh, now in, um, what are you doing now? You're doing plastic plastic, plastic. facelifts.
2: Tummy tuck, breast
0: implants.
3: Uh, oh, so you work with the Kardashians.
2: Is I that true? Of course, no. <laughs> Pillars. Botox, all those
0: stuff. And that that uh, that industry hasn't been hindered at all, uh-uh. has it?
2: Uh uh-uh. yeah. uh. They're they we're more busy because people don't go anywhere, so they don't know what they're to do with their money.
0: Yeah. So they, so yeah. Oh. they get enhancements. I,
3: yeah. you know what? Not not to get totally off track, but I went. I I did a photo shoot for a doctor's office here. Yeah. And uh, it was uh, it was for Botox. And I had never seen anyone take, and it was shocking to me how the girl just stood there and smiled. And <laughs> she just has the needle just going <laughs> into her face like it was nothing. Like, yeah. I mean, obviously she had done it before, but I, I just, I, I was like, wow, this is, this is a whole new world for me.
2: There's small needles, so I'm sure. There's still
0: a needle
3: in your face. Sure. So Rose, what's
0: the, str- what what is the strangest, really quick, what is the strangest Request that you've seen so far at your at your workplace.
2: Um, labiaplasty. A, plastic. a what? It's the uh, can you explain what labia? Oh, you brought it up.
3: <laughs> oh, okay. What was it? Something recon, reconstructive surgery for <laughs> oh, uh,
0: for labia they, minora, labia majora, taking off the the flaps. T- yeah. T- they t- tucking see. them and making them nice little uh, they curtains. It's
2: big, so we have so it is a curtain. Yeah, and they have cut it to make it smaller.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's like a it's like a it's like a carpet, and they need to make it into nice tailored. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. see. Okay, what
2: are... You know, there's such a thing, and then my doctor's like, "You need to come and help me in there." I'm like, what do you need there? Oh, I gotta take the stitches out out of her vagina. So I'm like, "Oh, okay." Oh, so That's is. Here.
0: <laughs> is is that? Uh, do you know if that's um, <laughs> like do people actually like claim that there could be a a real problem? <laughs> like I need to oh, get that, these, I need to get yeah. these trimmed because they keep getting caught in like my bike spokes or something. Like, do people like really? Uh,
2: uh, the last one we uh, we just did. It, I mean, she really had a significant amount of excess. Um, like it's like an extra ear. Yeah, just skin. kind so, of extra tissue. And it was hurting her when she does, you know, she goes for a bike ride and stuff uh, like that.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. It was just cosmetic. So. Yeah, they just then, wanted to look pretty.
0: And yeah. then when whenever the wind blows really hard, it sounds like a, a sailboat sail. That's that could be <laughs> embarrassing for a lot of. Oh my uh, Hey, well, thanks for sharing. That's kind of fun. I I maybe let <laughs> to talk to you more about that later. It's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah it's kind of fun. <laughs>
3: Well, thank, thanks for joining us. Yeah. yeah seriously this was um this was
0: super important and i know it's late over there so um you know appreciate taking your time so and you
2: are now you can go <laughs> play
0: with your dogs now they're probably like
2: yeah. mom dad play with me yeah, <laughs> yeah they're playing whatever
1: <laughs> Yeah, they're on their computer games yeah, yeah. what
0: the, the dogs
2: the dogs too yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right guys. Thanks well, hey, well thanks again. Uh and uh have a great and safe uh new year. And we appreciate all the work that you're doing um on the front lines there, Paul and Rosie. Um, you know, keeping keeping the mid Midwest safe and healthy and at least, you know, being that that line that um helps keep people less scared once if they happen to do catch it. So you're welcome. Right. Thank you guys. Bye, Thank guys. you, guys. Have a good Bye. night. Bye, guys.